0: What does it mean to be blessed? Is it a relationship status? Is it a promotion at work? Is it a hashtag? Hashtag happy. Hashtag favor. Hashtag beautiful. Hashtag you can't stop me. What does it mean to be blessed? And how do you measure it? Is it based on the digits in your bank account? The number of friends in your life your pant size slurpee size or the size of your house what does it mean to be blessed and what do we do if we've been missing out on it all this time What well, we're really excited about this morning we have been preaching the whole month of November on living a blessed life. And as we culminate this Sunday, we have asked three families that represent living a blessed life from Big Church to share their testimony of a blessed life this morning. And we're so pumped. I knew that today was going to be powerful and impactful, but I really didn't realize how powerful and impactful it was going to be until first service. So you just better, if you need to go to the bathroom. I hope you've already done it because these these testimonies are proof of what God can and will do in your life. The first family I'm going to welcome is the Woosley family all the way from Jefferson Town, Kentucky. (laughs) Give it up for Doug and Jennifer.
1: Well, good morning. (laughs) Uh, I'm Doug Woosley and this is my wife. Jennifer, um, I thought this would be easier the second time. <laughs> um, I, I said this morning, as far as um, I, I keep telling myself, if God was able to use a donkey, uh, then he can use me. So I, I, I just I put it out there in faith that this will reach uh, those who need to be reached with this message. Um, we were one kid and four years short of uh, being empty nesters. Um, we were self-sufficient, had everything in our life figured out, and was under control. We were both employed, our kids were healthy, we were healthy, uh, we had cars, we had, we had a nice home, and we were proud of the fact that we didn't need anybody to help us to get those things. Everything was neat and in order. By the world's standards, we were living a blessed life. We were thankful for these things, but I'm not sure if we saw it as being blessed as in the sense of divine favor from God or just reaping the benefits of our own hard work. So we were in search of a church home around the time Big Church had started and we thought we would check it out. Um, I think we immediately kind of fell in love with what was going on and how things were, were progressing.
2: You didn't. <laughs> Do you remember? I <laughs> remember. You didn't. I did, you didn't. That,
1: that's a whole nother service as far as. That's
3: for the marriage
1: <laughs> Yes. Anyway, we had been attending several months at about the time of the 250 for Me campaign, which was the mission to reach kids uh, of our church and of our community. We wanted to contribute, but we were going to take the sterile approach of giving money and let somebody else get their hands dirty. Around this same time, we had been approached by a social worker about our nieces and nephew who had recently been put into foster care. The reality of their situation was their parents were not complying with the court's request and they were going to lose their parental rights and the kids would be put up for adoption we were asked if we would take them we struggled with this what would this look like how would this change our lives we knew the background of how these kids had been living and that it would be a real challenge we put off making this commitment Or should I say I put off making this commitment out of the fear and the logical concern of how hard it was going to be and trying to rise above the emotional plea of my wife and my daughter to take them in. So as Kagan stood up here talking about the campaign and the video would play, I sat there with conviction. What laid before us was an opportunity to dramatically change the lives of three kids, not for just one day, but for every day for the next seven to 12 years giving them a hope for a future not yet realized. I knew we couldn't do this relying just on our own strengths and our own hard work. God was going to have to make the provisions.
2: And he did. Um, it could actually end there with the provisions. The The bills still got paid. The grocery money came in. Doug's family stepped up and took them in as they were, you know, their own, um, even though that was from my brother. His mom and his sister just loved them like they were his family. And, um, and, and, we thought that the blessings would come more of earthly things. The finances would be overflowing. Raises would come in—not me, but for him—and um, just we we felt like because we were being obedient that we would feel have the best year. And um, that so was not the case. Uh, we took in three really tough kids um, at the time: six, nine, and eleven. So they had been programmed, trained, wired to live one life that looked completely different from what we have been living and what we trained our own. And they were, they were tough kids and still are, but they're doing better. Um, I have to be nicer. They're in here on the service. (laughs) I love them, but you know, some days I just don't like what they do. Um, but that's okay. Uh, but, you know, little things like grocery shopping for eight or laundry for eight, cooking for eight, getting up in the morning, going to bed at night. It was all a struggle And two bathrooms, but the hot water doesn't reset within, you know, a certain amount of time. And so we're taking showers at 630 to get everybody in at time. And it just logistics of it was tough. But then on top of that... The personal loss. Um, I lost an aunt within the first few weeks from from brain cancer, which we knew was coming. It wasn't it wasn't unexpected. But my grandmother passed away the following month. Um, this past summer, my dad suffered um, a massive heart attack that left him after complications. After complications, things that just were crazy. The doctors couldn't explain. He's now paralyzed and bedridden. And when he ended up in the hospital the second time on September 13th. We didn't know if he was gonna make it. And then September 17th, I got a call. They rushed my mom to the hospital. She was unresponsive. She had a massive stroke and we spent four days in the hospital saying goodbye to her and having to break it to my dad that she wasn't going to make it. And she passed away on a Friday night. And that's been really, really hard for us. And I have to say that getting up in the mornings is tough. Standing and going through another day is tough but we do it and we're content and we find happiness and joy in the miracles and everyday living things because no longer are we trusting on ourselves. No longer are we proud and have pride in the fact that we can do this by ourselves and work hard at it. We can't. You don't take three kids in and expect miracles and changes to happen without God's hand in it. And we're not done yet, but we're believing for, for full outlife changes here. and we know that he can do it and we'll do it. And he'll get us through these tough times. And even little bitty things like Jake's, Jake's injury on my birthday, actually. Uh, we had to put a little pig pet down couple like the very next day, and it's just been one hit after another. But we've finally found that it's not the earthly blessings that matter. It's the spiritual blessings. Um, it's the spiritual blessings that Paul talks about in Ephesians, that it's God's love, God's grace, God's forgiveness, unconditional love, and knowing that we, we have to fully rely on Him. There's peace and security in that, that we that keeps us going, that keeps us strong, and makes us stronger as a family. My, my three kids um, are have been blessed significantly by it. Their relationships are stronger with, with God, and knowing that we've all have that ultimate inheritance of eternal life. There's just no bigger blessing. And we're grateful for Big Church because I don't know that we would have made that decision last summer to do that. We wouldn't have been empowered we wouldn't have felt strong. We wouldn't have been able to, where could you take kids in where they, they could possibly steal from the offering plate? And, and no, they were still going to be loved anyway. Um, but we knew they were going to be fed. And so every member of our home feels feels welcome and in family here. And because you guys created that family, we were able to extend it to our own as well. So we're very grateful for both Pastor Rich and Pastor Mindy for helping us lead, live our blessed life. We love you guys. Thank you.
4: Good morning.
5: Good morning. Good morning. We're the Scots. My name is TJ. This is my wife Melissa. Melissa. This is Luke, our firstborn, Michaela, our secondborn, and Allie, our thirdborn, all within <laughs> about three minutes of each other, five minutes of each other, something like that. So they're triplets in case y'all didn't pick that up. But uh, we've been asked to kind of share a little bit about what a blessed life means to us and what, uh, how God's blessed our lives and um, we're going to let Melissa start off with a scripture and uh, kind, of, kind of break it down for just a minute here for us.
4: When we talk about like what a blessed life means to us as a family and just overall, you know, having 17-year-old triplets and being married for a few years, for us, I think about the scripture in Philippians 4. It's 10 through 11. A lot of us know the scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But Paul in that uh, scripture is saying, "Thank you for worrying about me." He's showing appreciation for these people who've been concerned for him. But he says, "I don't say that because I'm in need. Because I've learned how to be content in life, even when I have things." And when I don't have things, when I'm blessed and when I'm not blessed, when I'm fed and when I'm not fed. And he says, he goes on to say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so for us, that's what being blessed really is, learning how to feel that blessing from God and other things. Um, Our kids, you guys might know, as we said, they're triplets and uh, they are our miracles. They were born three months early. They were born at 28 weeks and um, really suffered and struggled in the beginning. Two of them, Luke and Michaela, had to have heart surgery before they were even a month old. And Michaela got RSV, so they really struggled. And in that time in our life, that season of our life, we had nothing. We've had times in our life where we've been really blessed and had material things, and times when we didn't, and that was one of those times when we had nothing. And people around us, God brought people that rallied around us and gave us what we needed. But more than that, He gave us His peace during that time where we were really super concerned and worried for our children and you know as you can see they're healthy as any 17 year old could be
5: yeah let's give God praise for that right so you know we don't look at material things as our blessing and what we get what what's in the mailbox I mean have you have, have you ever seen the late night tv preacher let's not even go there but we were there we were there for a long time we were you know just begging God to bless us and we weren't doing a thing. I mean, we were doing stuff, but you know, it was all in the mind that I'm going to do this so God blesses me. And when our hearts are wrong, we will never see the God blessing God already gave us. And so when there was just a point where it just kind of flipped for us, we were like, you know what, we're expecting God to do something that he's equipped us to do. And so we began to you know, work hard ourselves and apply things and, and apply, you know, what we've learned as believers become better people and gave to others and blessed others. And, you know, we're blessed to be a blessing, right? And so we looked at the blessings we already had and said, okay, let's be a blessing let's let's pour it out and and you know god began to turn that around for us you know i mean my career took off and melissa started seeing changes happening which has got her to where she is today and um, you know just exciting things start happening you know so
4: Yeah, when we think about, um, you know, giving, we think about the scripture, um, give and it'll be given to you, Uh, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, and a lot of my life, I thought that meant if I gave financially, um, that meant I would get back money, or if I gave in service, that someone was going to serve me, I always felt like what I gave was what I was going to get back, but I believe that, uh, and what I've found for our family is that when we give out of the heart that TJ's talking about, what we get back is not a tangible thing, it's that. That feeling of the blessing that we've done what we're supposed to do—we fulfilled our purpose. We're doing what God created us to do, and it's a connection with my Creator. That thing, that feeling, is the pressed-down, shaken-together thing that I think God's talking about in the Word.
5: I think it's what God was talking about, where the Scripture was talking about. With, uh, it's more blessed to give than to receive. That's right, yeah. right. So it kind of bring it all full circle. You know, here we are. We're Part of Big Church. Now we've been here since both beginnings. So beginning of Big Church on day one in September. What was it? September 10th, and then September 11th several years ago, whenever Refuge kicked off, and we were here for that service, and we were one of the one of the ten, and <laughs> or five of the ten. <laughs> and uh, but but you know we've been followers of Christ for most of our lives, and um, we had kind of a time there for the you know for about three years before Big Church started here. Uh, where we were just kind of wandering, trying to figure out what what are we supposed to be doing, where are we supposed to be, feeling lost, you know, just without a family, you know, and our kids didn't want to go to church, I didn't want to go to church, Melissa, I don't think, wanted to go to church, and, um, you know, and then the doors opened here, and it... You know, I, I said in the first service, it was uh, everybody looks for a good sound man, and you know they are like, hey, I want you run sound for me, and and they all want me to run sound, but they never would even talk to these guys, and I'm like, hey, I my family is me, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna welcome me, you have got to welcome my family, and I just got to say, big church has welcomed my family, big church has given them a platform, given them something to do, and a place to plug in. And, you know, uh, it's, it's just great to see the change that's happened as a result of that. You know, it's not just that they've been given something to do, their lives have changed. You
4: know, yeah, and we could talk, I'm sorry, were you finished? I, we could talk a long time about what God has done in each of our lives through being here and plugging in. And I just want to challenge you all to, if you haven't yet, plug in, because these people will believe in you. They will push you. They help you find your purpose. They they pick it out, and then they push you to do it, even when you don't feel like you can. They see things in you that you don't even see in yourself. I would even go to say, uh, go as far to say that they see you through God's eyes. And so, Randy, Randy and Rich. Mindy and Rich, we are so thankful that you've created this culture because it's not just Rich and Mindy. It's all the leaders here. They believe yes. in you and they push you. And so I just challenge you to get plugged in and connected because you're going to feel that too.
5: So when you see this fam- your family serving God around you with God's family, that's a blessed life. Amen? Amen.
6: Hi, y'all, how you doing today? Good. Hi, I'm Lori Hogg. I'm gonna breathe for a second. Is that cool with you? Steel, thank you. Breathe with me. Ha, oh, good. So, um, I, must, I have a unique story, if you will. I'm part of a very unique family. Um, big church found me in March of this year. Uh, the same week I planned on taking my life. Um, the minutes that it was happening. Um, it it was, everything was laid out right next to me. It was time to go. Right before everything took place, I heard something that was not my voice. That said, um, give me one chance. And I knew immediately, like, I don't know, okay, that's you. So, I don't suggest doing this in the future, but I challenged him at that moment. Ugh, so, mm, hear me out, okay? Don't challenge him often, okay? Uh, but where I was is, uh... I needed him to show up now, you know. I I didn't have any more time for things to work out. Uh, Things needed to happen now, and the only way I could control my situation was leaving, okay. So that week I walked into big church, and when I walked in, the closest thing I can explain what it felt like was Mindy instantly knew. I was dying and it was all over me. I was literally already dead. And Mindy started to feed me and, and rehydrate me. And then I saw Rich and it was like he instantly started pumping on my chest and pumping life back into me. And every week I came like Keegan, Kagan, where Kagan, where are you? He's not here today, is he? I hope you hear this on the podcast, Kagan. All right. <laughs> so do y'all remember when Kagan decided to get up on the table? <laughs> when Mindy left, y'all remember that? Okay. <laughs> I learned a very hard lesson that day because I always felt like I trusted God with my life and I was one of the people that yelled the loudest, It can't just get down, no, don't do it. And at that moment, he taught me like, whoa, I'm not trusting him like as much as I think I am. With that being said, I thought a blessed life would be a big house and lots of money and cars and a status. So I worked for it. I made the status. I made the money. I got the house. I got the cars. And what I ended up with was an empty home. I had never been so lonely, lost, and scared in my whole life because I was looking for my peace and joy in money. Does that make y'all with me? It wasn't there. And I thought, i just make more. It was not there. I discovered quickly. There's no other way for me to find my peace and joy. The only way to do it and the only way to go is through God. There's no other way to get it. We can look in relationships. We can look in all kinds of places. That's not where it's at. With that being said, weekly I was in here. And every week, Mindy and Rich, like they are they gave us tools to get closer to God. So my blessed life, it's not so much of material things or anything of that nature. My blessed life is they helped clear a path for me. You know, I'm I was in the middle of a forest, and when I walked in, I felt like Mindy and Rich got their chainsaws out and just knocked the trees down so he could see me deal because I needed to be found, and I was lost, and I came into this church, and you guys found me, but even though I was found, I was not free, you with me? You can be found and not free. Right I'll just be honest with you on October first, sorry September first, something crazy happened, and I was freed. um I had a spiritual death i'll just be honest with you um I, we gave Lori what she wanted. Lori wanted to go. Lori did not want to be part of this world, so Jesus and I held hands, and we let her go and there's no backwards for me because there that me is gone. she just no longer exists <laughs> there's, there's only forward. <laughs> So in my blessed life, it's too short of a time to fill you in. But this shirt represents all the things, all the big giant rocks that were holding me down uh, in my life. And Rich and Mindy and Kagan and you guys helped remove them. And then God grabbed me and ran with me. So I appreciate you guys. And just one last thing. I was selfish. How many of y'all have heard Rich say the blessing sometimes ain't just for you? right yeah well i didn't listen to that i was like whatever rich jesus loves me it's all about me <laughs> i was wrong so i am right going on up i have a, this is my biggest cheerleader and when i came into big church i immediately grabbed onto her and was like i don't have enough guts to walk in here alone so i grabbed my sister and
0: and hi i'm
6: jenny lori's sister
0: uh forgive my shaking voice shaking me Uh, I thought by the second service my nerves would be gone, but they're still right here (laughs) Uh, um, So I've been coming to big church for several months now with my sister Um, I've been to many churches in my life, uh, many, some that were good, some that were not so good Some that were really, really not so good, Um, but big church, man, big church You guys are on another level, Uh, you all have welcomed myself and my children with open arms and love since day one and i'm truly blessed for that i thank you all for that god is truly in this place and i hope you all know that uh, god has used all of you to bless myself and my entire family because of your ties and offerings to big church my family has been able to find god at big church because of you not just your financial blessings but your willingness to allow God to work through you so he could truly bless and reach my entire family. We are so blessed and I thank you for that. I thank God because he is now using myself and my family to reach and bless others as well. So between you all blessing us, us blessing others, this is the biggest pay it forward movement I've ever been a part of, ever. (laughs) I truly thought that, you know, buying that that Starbucks behind me was a big deal. But no, introducing others to Christ as well is even bigger. (laughs) Um, We have taken the tools of generosity, obedience, and gratitude to the next level for our God. And the result is we are being blessed because of it. It has brought my family back together. It has brought joy back into our lives, and it has helped us share his word and blessings with others around us. So we're not financially being blessed. We are spiritually being blessed. We were broken. We were lost. And because my family said yes to Jesus, the blessings are still coming. They haven't stopped, and they're not done. I've watched my family stop giving up, and instead we all started to give in. All in, to be exact. (laughs) Uh, We are no longer the words that you see on our shirts. We are now generous, obedient, and thankful. We are now being used as vessels and offerings to bless others around us. And for that, we are truly blessed. I thank God for his blessings every day now. And I thank you, Big Church, for helping him to make the way for my family. Thank you.
7: Good morning, Big Church. My name is Renee, and my shirt reflects who you would have met had you met me a year ago. I was a dead man walking. I was totally void of any joy. I couldn't laugh. I couldn't cry. I was just dead inside. I gave my life to Christ when I was 10 years old, and back then, wild horses could not keep me out of church or out of his word. Unfortunately, as an adult, that wasn't quite the story. You know, I spent many years in and out of church, had, as my daughter said, some not so good experiences, and so I decided that I would go it alone. Who needed church? I did not need church. I had a great walk with the Lord, and I could go it on my own. Biggest lie I ever told myself, and that is exactly how I ended up wearing this shirt, because... It didn't take me too long to stop reading my bible to stop praying to stop seeking him so life was terrible and i was broken my family was broken and then one day earlier this year around the end of february first of march i got to the point where i couldn't take it i couldn't take another step and suddenly i remembered jesus when i remembered jesus I'll never forget this day. I threw myself on the floor of my bedroom crying and begging for him to forgive me, to have mercy on me. I said, I'm so sorry that I forgot you are the God Almighty, the master healer. You can do anything that I can't find on this earth. I give it all to you. I need you to heal me. I need you to heal my family. I gave it all to him that day and a couple of weeks later my daughters who had been coming to big church said mom you need to come to big church with us so i did and that's when things really started to change in my life with god and the help of big church you guys love me back to life and for me my blessed life is centered in thankfulness i am so thankful for the transformation that i see in myself And in my family, I could talk to you for hours on end about the blessings and the miracles that I have been experiencing, that we've been experiencing since we stepped foot through these doors. You know, the thankfulness that God has given me has instilled in me the desire to be obedient. And then through all of that, generosity is just coming naturally. So... Does it mean that I don't have bad days? Oh yes, I have bad days just like everybody else. But God has helped me to be thankful and look for something to be thankful in the very worst day I can have if it's nothing more than the miracle of a raindrop on my window. So, thank you big church for loving me back to life, my family back to life. It has truly been a blessed life. Today, Every, nay, every day is now a gift, and I am no longer a dead man walking. I am a child of
8: God, walking in His light. Good morning, Big Church. Morning. I'm Judy. I am Renee's baby sister. Um, this is hard. Whew. Earlier, I just won it. I just talked and let it come out, so that's what I'm gonna do now. Um, my shirt is desperate. I'm a child of God. I have been since I was 15, but a lot of things this year is just really I've, my husband's in kidney failure. My father-in-law's dying of brain cancer. My 83-year-old mother, I'm her caretaker, and I'm trying to keep it all together. And I was just asking God, you know, why am I being rich? Why are you punishing? Why? You know, what did I do so wrong? And I hadn't talked to my sister in months our family fell apart when my dad died and me and her used to talk every day some way down the road just quit something told me to call her the day in July and I told her I said I love you she said I'm ready to check out I can't do this anymore she said no Judy I'm coming to you she come she picked me up we went and talked for hours and she told me she said I'm gonna tell you a story she said God works miracles I said what do you mean she said for some reason I prayed for you today and I don't know why. And here you call me and telling me that if you're ready to leave this world. You can't do that. She said, but you need, to, uh, you need to come to church and you need to get back with God. Because I'd lost my way. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel like I deserved Him. And I didn't come to church right away. I, I was too busy. Uh, my life was just chaotic. And uh, I did come one day with her when we came for she. It was awesome. I love it. Girl power. (laughs) Oh, and you guys have, have totally changed my life. And I finally started coming in September, and I look forward to every Sunday. I'm so blessed that I have finally found a place I can call home. You all, I take stuff away every Sunday that you have to say I'm a sponge. And when you're done, I'm mad because I'm like, <laughs> what? It's over? You know? I am so blessed to have found this church thanks to my family. And we've got one more family member that just couldn't be here today, but he did send you all a message. My nephew Russell.
9: I found you guys through my cousin Lori and I've been in and out of the church my entire life and when I say that I mean like I was very actively in church and very actively out of church. I decided that I wanted to do things my way and I'm kind of a hardhead so hardhead's got a feel and it led me down the road that you see before me. When I walked through your guys' doors I was broken. Something had to give in my life. There was really ghost of rides, I was just tired of riding. And walking through those doors was breathtaking. The presence of God that is in this church is almost like, whoa, but whoa in a good way. Pastor Mindy, Pastor Rich, what you guys are doing here is truly awesome. And on October 27th, I decided to give my life to Christ. And guys, I can't tell you how blessed my life has been, not only within me, but within the family you see before me. I could go on for days all the different things that have been happening. No, I'm not perfect. I still struggle with things every day. But instead of struggling with them by myself, I now have God by my side. I love you, big church. You guys are awesome. Happy Sunday.
6: And that's how we live our blessed life.
8: <laughs> all in it.
3: How good is God? How good is God? Let me just tell you, the first service, I sat there and blubbered on the front row crying. um, And God is just doing remarkable things in this place. Big church didn't save anybody's marriage. Big church didn't save anybody's life. God did. But he's using this place as a vessel for people when they come in here. He's using this place because the Holy Spirit is wanting to change lives. He's changing whole families. I mean, there's two rows of this family. And I have just seen the Scott family. You know, Luke used to be, he'd be back here playing the guitar, and he was so stiff, and now he's moving his head, and he's bobbing around. And, and, and you know, and I see the Woosleys just let God just move and work in their lives. I mean, I don't know if I could take some kids in. I, I, well, anyway, closets are, don't have lots. Never mind, I'm going to be quiet. But I just see what God is doing. And it's, it's phenomenal, and it's amazing what he's doing. So I just let's give him a hand clap. Come on. He is so good this morning.
5: We hope you enjoyed this message on the My Big Church podcast. We thank everyone who has given to support this ministry. To find out more about how to support financially or more about Big Church, you may visit our website, mybigchurch.com. If you live in the Louisville, Kentucky area and don't have a church home, we would love to have you as our guest at Big Church. We are located at 7209 Faganbush Lane in Louisville, and we have worship services at 945 and 1130 every Sunday. Thank you again for listening to the My Big Church podcast.